Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, patrons. What a week um, it has been. There's been a lot going on on and off camera, but we'll focus on what is on camera for this episode. And we're starting with the OC. What are your thoughts on um, Heather and Gina's just strengthening friendship here? I think it's so sweet. And I side note, before we talk about their friendship, what was the point of the exorcism? Like how weird was that? Didn't oh, I feel I like really, it. I just I, felt like it was like so random in the episode. Like I feel like it was so California. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like there were just so many moments where I was like, I think this is why I, I'm appreciating OC is because it just reminds me so much of like Lu- Lucy and Ethel moments. Like, you know, Emily didn't have, tell her that the door, uh, the window was shut because she didn't want it going into her car. It looked like, I mean, it looked like something you would do to somebody as a prank on punked, like that you were going to help them with something. And then like the person like, you know, offered to like basically catch their breath for them. And like, yeah, it was wild. I actually loved it though. I thought it was hilarious. And I think it was hilarious, like even more hilarious that Gina felt like it really worked. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad that you loved it. Cause for me, I just, just like, what's happening here? Like, it just felt so random and I'm glad that you liked it. I could have done without it, but I can do with Heather and Gina and shit. Like you said, let's find herself a rich friend because just casually giving her a little Chanel purse with some, New York attachments. I don't know what to call want to call them. I thought that was really sweet. And it, it to me, it does feel very genuine, that relationship. I agree. Like it doesn't feel like, oh, you're my poor friend. I here, I'm gonna help you. Like I'm gonna buy you this Chanel. Like I think it really was she wanted to commiserate their time, like not commiserate. She wanted to memorialize our time together. She really appreciated the trip. She enjoyed getting to know Gina better. And you know, when you're rich, you know, like I might've bought you like a, you know, something in New York, like a coffee mug or something. When you're as rich as Heather DeBro, you just, you buy a Chanel and why not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I thought I was telling that Gina's dad took such a liking to Heather, like how he like was talking to her. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. I do, you know, I'm really happy for Gina and the skincare line, but I couldn't help every time I saw that damn logo. I'm like, is this like a computer software company? I hate the logo, the logo and the, the name itself. Like, I don't know if there's like a special meaning that I missed, but like, it was a very odd name too. Like what's it? Gala Cara or something. Cara, Cara Gala skincare. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Is it like a kid's name and a, an investor? I don't, it, to me, it just that, like, if I hear Cara Gala, I'm not thinking skincare. I don't, and I agree. I don't, I didn't like the logo, but you know what? I'm proud of her for creating a business, doing something. Like I have a friend who's thinking about changing careers and she's like, well, what if I fail? Everyone's going to ask me like why it didn't work out. I'm like, then you say, I tried something really scary that most people don't try. 
it didn't work out, but I'm proud of myself for trying it. Like, I think it's the same for Gina. She's trying to build a business. She's trying to do something different. She always thought she would really just be a stay-at-home mom. And she kind of was forced into other roles. And I'm excited for her. I do think it could use some some branding and some help, maybe change the name. But You're going to die. So I've, I'm on the website. And there's the meaning behind the name. So if you even have to include that on your website, that means you're getting asked too many questions. Yeah. So it says Gina um, Kirkschneider, um, the name Caragala embodies co-founder Gina, um, can't say her last name, own journey in reclaiming skin confidence after moving from New York, the Big Apple, Gala Apples, to Orange County, California, Cara Cara Oranges. No, that's so bad. (laughs) It's so so bad. bad. Oh, Gina, no, 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 no. That is the dumb. I'm sorry. That is really dumb. First of all, and I don't care if you guys at me on this one. Gala apples, apples are terrible. They're not even the good ones. I like the pink ladies. I I like honey crisp, but I, I, I just still, I, a a gala apple. That's like what's at Sam's for sale for like $5.99 for that whole bag. And all the other ones. I've never heard of a Cara Cara orange. I'm not an orange. I'm not an orange connoisseur like I am with apples, but yeah, I. Oh, wow. <laughs> so That's there so you go. <laughs> it's so bad. But well, you know what wasn't so bad was how sweet Travis was during that event. I know. That I was, was like, his eyes like watering up. I thought that was so freaking sweet. I did love that. But you know what I think was bad? I th- I do think Shannon's a bad friend. I When they did that flashback of her talking about Gina getting arrested and if it wasn't for Shannon and the lawyer, I hate when people do something good with the intention of – being thanked internally for that. Like you should, Shannon, I originally, what I thought when, when she helped out, Gina was like, here's somebody who is being cheated on is, you know, getting divorced is not going to have the lifestyle she thought she was going to have. She has three young kids and now she's facing being arrested in front of those children because of her DWI. Like, I think she was just like, originally I thought it was just Shannon. Like, I want to help this person out. She is at rock bottom And don't we all need a little lift, a little hand to get out of rock bottom? But the fact that she keeps talking about it and keeps bringing it up. And then when Gina's mom thanked Shannon, because Gina's mom hasn't had a chance to thank her yet. And I, I would probably would have done the same thing. Like if you helped my kid and I haven't seen you, even if it's been two, three years, I would still thank you for helping my kid in a very dark moment. And Shannon took that as like validation. Like, yeah, I should be continually thanked for this. Like, she she already thinks you. She already knows you're appreciative of it. And you're telling everyone about it. And in doing that, you're telling everyone about Gina's DWI. Like, I kind of felt like I was really agreeing with Gina. Like, Shannon is only a good friend for the sake and purpose of being known as a good friend. It's not because she really cares. A thousand percent. I couldn't agree more. I will say, although I'm not a number one Noella fan, man. Like Ooh. this girl, we're on like her emotional roller coaster ride. I did feel bad for her um, in terms of what she shared regarding her relationship with her, her, her father, how he passed, you know, all of that, that was unpacked. It's a lot. I felt really bad for her in that moment. And as much as I want to be like, oh, she's probably loving this because I do think she loves when she has a storyline where everyone feels sorry for her. I do think she sometimes likes that attention. I don't think in that moment she wanted that type of attention. Like, I think she liked with her divorce being like, I'm this, you know, I was just left out of the blue and I don't know where he is. And, you know, that type, like, I think she did enjoy the attention from her divorce, but not from her dad dying. I felt so bad for her. Um, 
And I feel like what an odd position for her to be in. I have to say, and I know there's people that disagree with me. This is part of the reason why I'm loving Emily, because I think she can stir the pot. She's kind of funny, but then to also can be really sweet. I mean, the fact that she texted Noella and said, if you don't want to go to the funeral alone, knowing that Noella really wasn't on great speaking terms with her father and the his other family members, Emily offered to go with her. I thought that was really sweet of being like, I know you need this closure, so I'll go with you so you're not there alone. I, I don't know. I just I I thought that was a really good moment. There there have been moments throughout this OC season. Overall, I don't think it's a great season. I think there's something off with the cast. I think there needs to be recasting done. But I do see moments of levity, of kind of cattiness, of just like funny, humorous antics, as well as just sweet, endearing like moments. And part of what we like about Housewives is that they do seem like they truly are friends and they truly care about one another. And I felt like in that moment, it was really genuine with Emily and Noella. Abby, that was so poetic. What Thank you just you. said, what it was a very like, I mean, well Andy Cohen, if analysis. I mean, wow. <laughs> if but someone I do were to write think, a thesis on yeah. housewives, that was great. I think I just got my PhD, you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, that was, um, I mean, I can't even add to that. I'm going to well, leave that at that. Then let's move on to good old Georgie. Um, I don't, like, I love the most random things. It's just, I've always been like this. Like there's like small little things that like, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, I guess, just doing small random acts of kindness. And I just love random things. And I love the fact that Marge is going to a coffee shop and brings her monster Costco slash Sam, depending on where you live, Sam sized bottle of Snickers coffee, make coffee creamer to put in her coffee and everyone's posting about it. And Marge in a comment that then got shared by comments by Bravo Lebs or comments by celebrities, the Bravo version. She said, I, I love that stuff. You guys can give me shit, but I love that coffee creamer. <laughs> it's just it was so funny. I didn't pick up on it, but then like, I didn't either. Were DM, Deming, <laughs> I cannot talk DMing <laughs> us. And then I saw like some pe- other people posting it and I was like, oh my God, that is like so random, like you said. And, but great that she had it. I didn't even think her purse was that big for that thing, but clearly she did. It was. I will say my stomach turned. Cause I'm like, okay, how long of a drive was it? Was this coffee make creamer at room temperature? Cause then it's now, I, I feel like now I'd like, it made my stomach like kind of like, Ooh, but I love the concept of it. Bring your coffee creamers everywhere, people. I love it. <laughs> Do you have anything chilled. random like that? Like some people have hot sauce. Some people, I think there's people who like even bring ranch. Like, do you have anything? I like never that? bring those things with me. I will say my mom growing up um, was a ketchup snob. And one of our neighbors that was like, it, she's one of my mom's best friends to this day. Um, but she had four kids. And so in a huge backyard. So we'd always go over there. The dads would grill and stuff. And my mom, because... I'm not going to say the family's name because I they're a big family in St. Louis. <laughs> and I don't I don't want this somehow to get back. But they use Hunt's ketchup. And anytime we went over there, like when they were hosting the barbecue, my mom would bring Heinz and she would say to her face, it's because I don't like Hunt's ketchup. You don't get oh, the good ketchup. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's... I don't do that. I do hoard things. So like if I go to Chick-fil-A, I'll ask for like 10 Chick-fil-A sauces so I can bring them home. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I mean, the only thing that I would maybe consider bringing and putting in my purse. I'm a big fan of actually really like Tabasco sauce. I'm a Tabasco sauce person on my eggs. Interesting. I'm and I like Christelle. the Chipotle Tabasco sauce. Wait, do so, you steal it or do you buy it? Because I've I, stolen it from Chipotle. Oh, I mean, I've been tempted to steal it. I bought it. I found it at Target and I was like, oh my God. Anyways, this is enough tangent for you guys. <laughs> but um, the Jersey conversation, I was 
I, you know, as much as Jennifer and we like can go all day about all the shit that she's done, I, she does, I do, I can feel her pain through the screen. I mean, I, in that moment, I like go back and forth with Jen Aiden. Like, I think she's one of these people. She's like such a good housewife because you don't know how you feel about her, but she can also be very polarizing. There are people that love her. And there are people that like can't stand her, but either way, everyone like wants to watch and see how she reacts. I I really felt for her in that moment. I loved the conversation between Marge and her. I thought it was very honest. I think both of them really went into it, like wanting to get into a better place. I don't believe this will last just knowing these two. Um, but I appreciated Jen being so open and ba- basically saying to Marge, like we've, we never dealt with this. We never talked about it. And now I want to, He doesn't. And I don't know what that means for the future of our marriage. And I think in that moment, Marge really was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't just bring up, I didn't take a skeleton out of a closet. Like, I just opened up a wound and now it's like, you know, out there. It's so. Fuck. Yeah. I, I really feel for her. And, you know, you can, no matter if you've dealt with something traumatic, like, like that, I feel like you can't as for as much as you want to suppress it, that's always going to bubble up to the top. And it's going to go off. And I hope that she's able to work through it with Bill. And I hope Bill, for the sanctity of their marriage, like if they go seek counseling and just to talk about it. I, and I hate how guilty Jennifer feels for him when he was the one. Yes, who like, I know. That part is really like hard to watch. But I'm glad. And like you said, I know it's probably temporary. The only thing, and this goes back to Jennifer, how she brought up like low key, like Teresa was digging up on Jackie and I'm like, Oh my God, not this again, but like how she low key, like just brought that up. And of course, Margaret's going to tell Jackie. Well, I think it's because Jen's like, I want to stay on Margaret's good side. And I don't want everyone thinking I was doing this. I do think Teresa encouraged her to dig it up a hundred percent. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, before we get to this weird um, excursion <laughs> that the Tracy, tree climb. <laughs> yeah, that, that set up, I really, really hope and, that Jackie gets the help that she needs. I know we'll likely get an update from her um, at the reunion, but that was kind of tough to watch. It made me really sad. So I have had like a lot of experiences with people very close to me um, with severe eating disorders. I do. It's like really weird. Cause I feel like as women get older, we start talking with what we start talking like, Oh, Oh yeah. I remember there was a period of time when I was 16 and I like would only eat, carrots after school. Cause I wanted to be like thin for prom. I think a lot of women that are, you know, millennials, geriatric millennials, like if you're in your mid thirties, you've had a moment in your life, most likely where you've had a weird relationship with food, but then there's people like Jackie and I've known people on the Jackie level where it's just much more serious than that. The fact that this clinic was suggesting inpatient treatment for her means that her like lab results were pretty scary and shocking. I've known people that have had to do a lot of outpatient treatment when it comes to eating disorders. I knew people in high school that basically like from the moment they woke up to the moment it was time to go to bed, they were in a treatment facility, but they still stayed in their own house because, um, there's a lot of like the disruption sometimes can be really triggering for people. So it's usually pretty, it has to be pretty bad if you're, um, being if impatient is being suggested. And the fact that she immediately turned that down and then they wanted her to be doing, you know, three hours of therapy, three hours a night and like really wanted her to commit. And she said, she can't do that, but she'll go see a therapist as it fits with her schedule. 
it made me really sad, but I also really give Evan credit to be like, well, why don't you go do that? We just want you healthy. We want you like give up some of this time now so that we can have 15, 20, 30, 40 years with you. Um, yeah, I, it was really scary and it was, I don't know. It's just hard to watch. I, we love Jackie. I'm hoping the best for her. And I am hoping that the update is something positive. Yeah. Um, a thousand percent. I think to me in that moment, whether it's an eating disorder, an addiction of some kind, you see someone who's like in denial. Yeah. Like, you know, her saying, I know what's best for me. And you're like, well, <laughs> honey, like Luann, you know, but, you know yeah, Luann saying, you know, like thinking she can have a drink every now and then, and then she's getting kicked out of you know, a gay bar. Um, yeah, it can spiral really quickly. It, it, yeah, it is sad. Um, and I don't know how to make a good transition. So let's go straight into the trees. Um, very odd choice of activity to do, but it was very reminiscent of orange County when they did this too. Do you remember Vicky? Um, not nearly as comical. I don't understand Teresa's mission to bring March down. It seems like she really is like just on a winch witch hunt for March this season. And it's all tied to Jennifer. Like Jennifer's even said, like, we've talked about it. I've forgiven her. And like, Teresa just feels like everyone should be crucifying March for bringing it up. Well, I think she's using that as an excuse because she is angry Louis. with Louie. Yeah. But I also like, Side note, I wish they did Ramona eyes because that would have been hilarious. I know that meme. I forgot who did it, but that was amazing. I mean, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Um, But yeah, no, she, I mean, she's coming for blood for Margaret, but Margaret's not scared of Teresa. And the fact that Dolores is like, and Jackie, like that side comment, they're like, you don't want to be on Margaret's bad side. Like, I'm like, damn, what has, like, well, how many bodies has Margaret buried? Like, I just would love to know, like, a little bit more into that because Jackie said in an interview that Marge knows basically something about every cast member, like a skeleton deep in their closet. And she'll dance around it just to let you know she knows it in a very vague way, but she doesn't use it unless she feels like she really has to. And she's done it with. Jennifer Aiden, she did it with um, Danielle. And like, I think Jackie was kind of almost saying like, you know, it could happen with Teresa. Uh, so I, I want to, I would love, like, pardon me. I'm like, what are, what are these skeletons? What do yeah, you know no, absolutely. Everyone? I just like, and we love Margaret. Um, we, I mean, you guys know if you've listened to us for a bit, like we are a little bit more team Marge. I mean, I like Jennifer and I like Margaret. I don't like some of Jennifer's behaviors, but um, Teresa, I just, she just like was classic Teresa to me um, coming in hot. Didn't want anything to do with Tracy. Didn't want anything to do with the party was on her phone, openly talking shit about Margaret. Margaret was like open, ready to clap back. It was like classic tree. It was, it was great. And then of course, uh, to be continued. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, what's crazy. Um, side note is that they're getting ready to, film the reunion. So it just feels like the season but are has they? flown by. Yeah. Andy put a thing um, for asking questions. No, I, I know, but we'll talk about it on our Patreon, but I think a recent development with Teresa that very strategic might delay it. Ah. If she truly had an appendicitis, I don't think she's going to be able to do a 12 hour reunion filming in a matter of a few days. Mm, I think go. originally it was supposed to happen possibly based on what some other housewives have told us. I think it was scheduled for this Friday for today. Yeah. And I don't think it's happening because we would have seen, there would have been leaked photos of them. And I don't think Teresa would have been cleared, but 
We'll talk about that on our Patreon. Um, not to be annoying, but yeah, if you want more, check out yeah. Patreon, patreon.com slash real moms of Bravo. But we will go all in on Austin uh, with Summer House. I, I, I really can't stand the guy, but I think what is the most annoying thing for me is that I feel like Lindsay kind of gets it. It's like, look, you are a fuck boy and you want to just kind of treat all these girls like they really don't matter. And I'm going to treat you the same back. You're, I, he basically was just a prop for her to make out with and have fun with on her birthday. But Sierra really likes him. And I don't think Sierra is used to rejection because she's just a very beautiful girl. I think she probably typically gets whatever guy she wants. And Austin not really fully committing to her and giving Lindsay attention is killing her. But instead of like taking it out on Austin, she really is taking it out on Lindsay, which I think just shows her immaturity. I mean, this is like, it's, it's clear she's 25 years old. A thousand percent. I was, gonna, I was just going to say there's a difference between 25 and 35. Like Lindsay exuded zero fucks energy. She's like, this is my fucking birthday party. I don't want to talk about this. I'm going to make out and do whatever I want. And I just do not care. Where Sierra, like when Austin said, I don't see any attractive girls here, like that comment, I was like, oh shit. Like if that were me, I would be making out with the hottest guy at the party and giving him a middle finger and be like, okay, yeah. you can play this game. Like I, that would be my. And that's what Lindsay move. did. She's yeah. like, yeah, All right, basically. well, I'm going to go find this hot other hot guy and I'm going to bring him home. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, but it just was, it was. This was one of the most like chaotic, wild episodes of Summer House. So to kind of see everything go down and you see Austin like playing both of them. But Lindsay, I guess Lindsay just doesn't care. Like, I don't I don't know. I'm really curious to get more um, information regarding her relationship with Austin, especially after like Winter House. Um, just taking all of that into account. But she literally didn't care. And seeing Sierra like brokenhearted over this man. I was like, what is happening? Well, and I also feel like for Sierra, regardless of conversations that would happen, she's upset because Lindsay told her that it's just like, they're just friends. There's nothing going on there. And so Sierra saying like, well, now she's making out with him when she knows I care about him. But Sierra knew in Vermont that Lindsay and Austin had recently slept together, that Lindsay had feelings for him and she still pursued Austin as well and didn't really have the same regard for Lindsay's feelings. So it's like, you can't then I just, and then Sierra made out with Austin all of Friday night, but now because Lindsay makes out with him too, she's the villain. It just, to me, I was like, Sierra, I don't think you're really seeing the full picture here. Well, And she had made out with Carl. She made out with Alex. Like, I don't know. There's, it's just kind of like a, there's kind of a little bit of a double standard there, but for me, all I saw was like 25 and 35. Yeah, like clearly like sure. never. I mean, and I feel for Sierra because shit, if my 20s like that were filmed, like I have no doubt I would have probably reacted the same way. And you I mean, clearly she doesn't want to hear a no and like see the truth about Austin. But shoo, we're going to get it. I, I really love how ride or die um, Paige is to Sierra. Like that moment when she's like, fuck off, don't slam this door on me. <laughs> like that loser, that yeah. whole like. Oh my God, that was insane. Um, you're a loser. Let's go do cake. That made me laugh. And then to Danielle uh, saying like, she called her, what did she call it? Like soccer, soccer something. No, she a sucker ass bitch. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. Sucker ass bitch. I was like, wow. 
Yeah. I want Paige and Danielle to start a podcast of like, where people can say like, call in with like advice and it'd be like, basically ask Paige and ask Danielle. And it can be scenarios. Like, I don't like my friend's boyfriend. How do I tell her? Or like my friend is drinking too much and blacking out. I don't know how to tell her in a nice way. I'm concerned or I don't know. I just feel like they're such good ride or die friends. And I love, like, I, I love majority of the time, like what they're saying. Like, even when Paige was getting mad at Lindsay, I think she was like, I've been standing up for you. Like, don't come in here. Like, cause Lindsay did kind of come in like angered at Paige when Paige and Austin were talking. Um, but I just, I don't know. I would love for Paige and Danielle to start a podcast. I think it would it'd be, be amazing. Very in- interesting. Like get a like hotline, put it on serious. Yeah. Let's get a fun name, but those two, I don't know if they like, like each other though, which would, I don't think they do a little bit more interesting actually. So we're here for it. Um, I'm also here for, and I feel like out of all the moments in this episode, this one was like a little slightly downplayed Luke calling out Austin and saying he's a fuck boy and like saying everything we're saying. I was rooting for him. I was like, yeah, I, well, I loved it because I feel like Austin's comeback was go make maple syrup. Like really, that's your best comeback. Like you, but it was kind of funny though. I mean, I have to say it yeah. was kind of funny. They were, it was very, they were like, they did look like idiots. Like Lindsay was completely right. I also loved the moment though with Maya and Amanda and Paige where Amanda and Paige were lifting her up and trying, like trying to get her to see how like great she is and why she should love herself. I was like, there's, a, there were a lot of like moments beyond the Austin, Sierra, Lindsay drama. Uh, the best part though, about Luke and Austin, like kind of getting in a fight is then when they come home at like two 33 AM, they're eating pizza and arm wrestling. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's like guys for you. I feel yeah. like guys, um, have no problem like seeing, like just going off on each other. And then they like, they're good. You got it off your chest where women, I feel like sometimes can be a little bit more passive about it and let it stew. I would agree with that for sure. Um, what did you think about Lindsay bringing Luciano home? I loved it. I was like, fuck. Yes. I got an icon move. Like I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I'm like, yes. Like fuck Austin. I just like that. She was like, I don't care. Like this is literally, I'm going to do what I want. Um, Is Lindsay perfect? No, but I love her and all her flaws. I completely agree. Um, All right. Well, that is this week in Bravo. Um, Salt Lake city is gone. It feels like we're missing a show, but I know there's going to be some coming soon, um, but with that, we are at our shout out. Um, and I would like to give this week's shout out to Grace and Frankie, one of the best Netflix series. I love it. It's coming to an end. It's so bittersweet because I think it's one of those shows that like no one wants it to end. We want it to go on forever, but I just love what this show has done. And I think it's so cool that it's showing women and their, I think, they are in their seventies in the show, but they're actually 80 in real life. Um, but shows them like still like starting a new life for themselves in their seventies. I just, I love everything about those two. Who's your shout out. My shout out is random, but I'm going to give it to Amy Schumer. She has a new show called life and Beth on Hulu. And there's parts of it that are definitely inspired by moments of her life. And um, specifically episode six, if you've been binging, you just kind of get a glimpse into her relationship with her now husband. Um, There's a lot of things inspired by um, or could be lifted from real life. And I just think it's really sweet. And I just love any opportunity where someone who is on the spectrum, um, where they're shown in a humanized way. I'm saving that one for maternity leave. So I will be watching it in July and I can't wait. 
Um, and just with that, thank you guys so much for listening, all of your support. We have a lot to talk about this week over on our Patreon, as Vanessa mentioned, patreon.com slash Real Moms of Bravo. We will also be possibly debating. We don't know yet, but we are going to both answer um, the question of who we think is worse, either Austin or Jax. Um, you guys had asked if we could kind of either agree or debate that on Patreon. So we will be doing that along with so many other great headlines, both Bravo and non-Bravo. So that's a great way to support us for as little as $3 a month. If you'd like to support us for free, you know the spiel, subscribe, hit five stars. And if you have 30 seconds, leave us a written review. It really does make such a difference and we appreciate it so much. Um, And with that, we will catch you next week.